All right. Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back. I'm churning these fucking podcasts out like it's nobody's business. I am trying to catch up, you guys. I really put myself in a spot after my little vacay. You know, you get behind with one episode, then everything just falls away. So I'm trying to get back on track here. So yeah, so I mean, episodes are coming out rapidly. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for whoever is out there listening. I so, so, so appreciate you. Thank you for bearing with me. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. Um, please follow my IG page, subscribe to the pod, however you are listening, share it with your friends, your family, do me a solid here. Okay. You know, I'm doing my best over here. So I just, I hope everybody's enjoying it. That's all, you know? You know, you want everybody to like it, of course. I mean, I could do this for myself all day, but I'm trying to get this out to, you know, get it out to, get it out to my people here. People that love these fucking shows as much as I do. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. I really do. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say. Um, just got off work today, did a quick workout and I'm like, I got to get this fucking podcast like done city stat. So here we are. Let's get right into it. So the um, first episode I'm going to go ahead and get into is we're going to get into Real Housewives of Potomac, y'all. Um, this episode was called Reasonably or Shady. And at first I was like, gosh, okay, they must just like be playing like a little riff off of, you know, their podcast, which they are. But then I realized that they actually played this game, you know, Reasonably or Shady. So, and I don't know why, but I just got it once I read the title. <laughs> Uh, oh lord you know just trying to trying to do this guys but you know a lot of sometimes things just go past you when you're just you know just trying to get shit done um okay so we start out with uh giselle in front of her house she's like has a full-blown fucking you know demolition situation going on in front of her home and she's talking to uh robin outside of the house and you know they're talking about like the party and yada 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 and then just and then giselle is saying that you know she doesn't want to let uh basically wendy and karen go into the house because they talk shit about her home now karen 100 has talked some mad shit about giselle's house but i did not recall i was like maybe i'm just forgetting it but i don't recall wendy ever talking shit about giselle's home she talks some mad shit about not really mad shit she just you know kind of gave her some light shade if you will about her uh, about her style maybe that translates into, into her home who can say i think we all can see what that i mean listen i love giselle dearly as if you've listened to the pod you know that i love her dearly but her style is something to be desired sometimes so <laughs> But I'm like, also, like, how are you not gonna? How are you gonna have them over to your house but not let them use the fucking bathroom? And also, Giselle, Giselle was like, well, you know, like, I'm just not really like over it. Like, I just feel like there's, and I'm like, Giselle, get the fuck over it. Get over it with Wendy. Like, you all like, like, why, why are you lingering it on? But again, if she didn't, you know, would we have a show? Unclear. Unclear. <laughs> so I guess you know, keep doing what you're doing. Anyways, but thankfully, Robin, like, put the kibosh on that real fucking quick and was like, no, like, if you're inviting them over to your house, they have to be able to use the bathroom. Like, I thought you were over this. Like, what's going on? And so it's just like with people, like, say that, like, oh, Robin just goes with whatever Giselle says or whatever. That's not the case, y'all. It's not the case. When when Robin sees that she's doing something wrong or she feels strongly about something, she fucking tells Giselle. And honestly, let's be honest, Giselle is the only person that fucking, or sorry, not Giselle, Robin is, or yes, Robin is the only person that Giselle uh, will listen to. She's the only one that she can give her some sort of criticism or tell her not to do this or do that. She's the only one. Has anybody ever noticed that? I can't be the only person that's noticed that. I can't be. But, and a lot of people were hating on um, Robin's look for uh watch what happens and i'm sorry i thought she looked pretty i thought she looked cute i don't know again i love robin and giselle and maybe i'm blinded by the light you guys but i thought she looked gorgeous <laughs> but a lot of people really hated it and i was shocked not gonna lie i was a little shocked i was a little taken aback <laughs> i was like am i missing something 
Am I like what's what's happening? I don't know. But anyways. Oh my goodness. And then this whole like candle thing with Wendy and Karen, I do not understand it at all. Freaking Karen continues to compare and I can't. I can't with the comparison of fucking Wendy's one wick candle and Karen's a uh, three wick candle. I just I can't with the comparison. It doesn't make any sense. They're both fucking candles, y'all. I guess, yes, one maybe will, you know, accommodate a larger room or a larger space. But regardless, like a candle still like will fill the room, regardless if it's a one wick or a two wick. And I'm a candle person. Okay. I like a lot. Of, I like candles. And there's many times where I've just had a one wick candle and it's done just fine on a large room. I mean, I don't have a mansion by any means, but I'm just saying. I mean, listen, I mean, comment. Is there really like a big difference in a three wick and a one wick? Please, somebody tell me. Please. <laughs> Is there something that I'm fucking missing? Is there something that I'm missing? So during this time when Karen is talking about her, you know, comparison of her one wick candle, this is also, um, she's also with Ray and um, Ray gets like a random phone call. And I guess like somebody's picture like popped up and he's like, oh, it's just like a junk call. It's just a junk call. Well, Karen calls that like number back or whatever. And the gal's like picture like post, you know, comes up and um, Karen is like, you know, she like leaves a message like this is, this is uh, Ray's wife. And you know, don't call him, you know, the whole, the you know, the whole typical, you know, phone call like that. And what I did not understand about that whole situation is like, if it was a spot, if it was a spam or a junk call, how or why would there be a picture that would pop up? Like there wouldn't be a picture that would come up. It would just like, it would be like either like an, just a number or it'd come up like spam call. Like we're in 2021. I don't know about anybody else's phone, but anytime I get a call that's like spammy, my phone says spam, possible spam. So what the fuck's going on? Is Ray cheating, you guys? Is that what that was? Is that what's happening? Because it was really swept by really quickly. I don't know. I do not know. And then we cut to um, Candace and her mom, and they're just, like, sitting down talking about the whole video shoot situation. And they're talking about how Mia kind of, like, interrogated, like, um, Candace's mom about, like, if Chris was on the payroll or blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Candace's mom, I think her name is, like, like Dottie. I mean, her is Dorothy, but then it's cut down to Dottie, but then Candace calls her Dot. So I'm just like, what fucking name are we going with? So I'm just going to go with Candace's mom. It's wordy, but... That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> but I was just like, her mom, when she was talking to her about it, she's like, well, I just, you know, Kenneth's mom was just like, well, I don't really like remember anything. I'm like, you don't remember anything. Did somebody roofie you during that video shoot? It was suspect. Super suspect. I was like, you know exactly what you said. And again, you are on a reality show. Your daughter's going to find out what you said to these people. Why is it so hard for people to understand that? Why? Just get it out. Get it out now. It's not going to change anything. And I'd rather see your drama, uh, you know, play out during the season than wait for the explosion at the reunion. Even though I do love a reunion, you guys. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. I do want something to happen at the reunion, but I don't know. But nice to let it play out a little bit. I don't know. I guess either or is fine. At one point, Candace calls, um, <laughs> calls Mia's chiropractic um, offices, the chiropractic stripper LLC. <laughs> oh, that really cracks me up when that happened. Oh, my goodness. And Mia and her mom make me very sad, you guys. They make me very, very sad. So it's like Mia, like, just, you know, like, really tried to, like, work her ass off to make sure that she was able to, like, be able to provide for herself and her kids. And it sounds like because she did so, like, her mom just thought that she didn't, like, really need her as much. It didn't really help her out as much as maybe she did some of her other siblings. Uh, it's just really sad. It's really sad. But I also was like, is this really, like, the conversation to have in front of your kids, Mia? Like, I don't know. But regardless, though, like, I really do. I don't know what's about to happen this ne next episode with G. I think he gets ridiculously drunk and some shit really comes out of his mouth. But until I see that, as of right now, I feel like G is, like, he seems like such a such a good guy for her. 
Like he just seems so supportive of her and really just like, you know, wants her to be able to nurture this relationship like with her mom. And he really, you know, tries. And you could tell like when they were sitting down, he's like, well, regardless if you didn't feel like that, like that's what she felt like. You know what I mean? So he's a very good like neutral party to try to make sure that, you know, what Mia's feeling is like coming across because it's hard, you know, maybe hard for her to try to, you know, tell her mom that or what have you. So it's just very sweet. I just find him very sweet. And I just feel like he's just a great guy for her. And I just love how supportive that he is of her. It really just like uh, warms my heart. And then we cut to Wendy, Escala, Karen, and they're all coming over to Wendy's house to pack up some school supply bags because um, Wendy's doing like a charity, which is awesome, especially during like, you know, during that time, COVID times before, I think everybody probably like went back to school and stuff like that. So to, like help teachers out. So I think that was great that she was doing that. But you guys, I am not a fan of Escala. I don't like it. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing that I'm like really getting from her. I just feel like she just jumps into shit, like into other people's beef. And I mean, I kind of like what she had to say at the reasonably shady party, but also I'm just like, why don't you like get your own beef? Stop trying to bandwagon on everybody else to try to make yourself relevant in the show. I don't know. Like Mia's doing the work over here. Okay. She hears something. She says something. She's getting in people's business. What are you doing, Escala? Besides bandwagoning on everybody else's shit. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't really, she's just not like, she's not my favorite right now. She's not my favorite. I hope that she doesn't come back next season. I can't imagine that she would. To be very honest, I forget that she's there majority of the time until when she fucking pipes in with some, some shit that she has to say with her two cents real quick. And, and so I'm like, like we could do without Escala. Like our ladies are doing just fine. We don't need Escala in the mix. We really don't. We really don't. Oh goodness. And also I'm just like, like Escala seems to be able to like talk some shit like real easily. And I'm just like, Robin is your friend. And it seems like to me, like she easily, like kind of like, we'll talk shit about, about Robin. And I'm like, for what, for why? Y'all are supposed to be friends. Supposed to be, quote unquote, keyword, I guess. Because it sure as shit doesn't seem like it. And you would think, like, if she's friends with, like, I don't know. She's friends with Robin. You would think that she, like, knows Giselle as well. So, I don't know. It just seems very strange. It seems very strange that she's hitching her wagon to Wendy and Karen. Instead of, you know, being on the side of the person that brought you onto the show. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, Karen brought Mia on, but Mia's happy to call fucking Karen out and talk some shit. Like, but still, it's like, Karen, you're my girl. You know what I mean? Like, but then still is close with Karen. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, There's no sense in comparing them, in sense in comparing Mia and Oscala because, like I said earlier, Mia is doing fucking work, you guys. She really is. Like, she is placing her. She is making sure that her name and her, you know, her stake, like, everybody knows, like, I am here. I am a real housewife of Potomac. Don't fuck with me. And I ain't leaving. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then we cut to the... um, the party like shortly after that and y'all like this party is a disaster already okay they're doing it outside of the house like we're like i was saying before and i mean shit is blowing away like the wind is gusting there they're like posters are falling down balloons are flying away giselle's in a fucking boot like like she did something to her foot so she's walking around in a boot in a hot pink uh tennis shoe and just was like, what is happening? But what truly made me laugh out loud is that while like Giselle's daughters are trying to help her set up, you know, Giselle starts snacking on the charcuterie board and she's just like chewing away. And her daughter like tries to like calmly say, chew with your mouth closed. But of course, you know, she forgets that. I mean, clearly she forgot that she has a mic on. So we know we heard what she said, but I was just like, I love it. I love it. Keep your mom in check. Chew with your fucking mouth closed. <laughs> but seriously like i mean they're trying to have this party and there are full people just like working away like it is a straight work zone that they are trying to have this party in 
a wild. Like, why couldn't y'all have found just some sort of venue, something? A park would have been better than what we have going on here. And Mia was like, this is a straight motel, not a hotel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, you know, everybody finally gets there. And then, you know, everybody's like, you know, they announced that they're, you know, going to be starting their podcast and that's going to be going, you know, going to be released soon. And then, you know, everybody's like, well, how has it been? And they go straight into like, well, we kind of had like a little bit, you know, we have things that we don't agree on all the time. They're like, well, for instance, we weren't going to let some people use the bathroom. And they're like, well, who was that? And they're like, um, it was going to be Karen and you, Wendy. <laughs> it's like, wow. So we're getting right into the reasonably shady. And so I was shocked that they even like said, like that they even brought that up. Like it really cracked me up. But listen, you know, hey, I'm happy that they're keeping themselves honest. They're like, yeah, but I was like, and you know, Rob was like, no, like I wasn't gonna let that happen. And Giselle was like, listen, you talk shit about my house and you talk shit about my house. So I wasn't about to let you both in my house. That's so when he was like, I didn't talk shit about your house. And I don't think Wendy did. I think that it's just that Giselle is just still mad at her for whatever reason. It's like, what are you mad about? Exactly, Giselle. Again, love her, but also like, what are you mad about? You're mad about Wendy's reaction about you talking about her husband because you should have brought something to her instead of having somebody else do your dirty work. Just saying, still love you, but what are we really mad about? Because there's nothing for you to be mad at Wendy about. There really isn't. Really isn't. If anybody needs to be mad at Wendy, it's Robin. <laughs> like, honestly, she was one that fucking Wendy came after Robin like nobody's business and Robin was drunk and had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And then what's funny is that at one point, Wendy was like, well, I wasn't even about to come to this. And it's like, damn, like, holy shit. Like, but the way that she said it was just like, you know, she was trying to get back at fucking Giselle for possibly not going to let her come in and use the bathroom. She's like, well, I don't care. I wasn't about to come to this anyways. It's like, well, glad you're here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> like, glad you made it. Wendy didn't almost come because she felt like the invite was shady, which it was meant to be. The show is called Reasonably Shady. You know what I mean? Like, so it was meant to be. It wasn't like they just sent just that invitation to just, just you, Wendy. They sent it to everybody. So nobody knew exactly what the fuck they were coming into. Like, you weren't the only person that was like, um, okay, am I the hater or am I the friend? Like, what's going on exactly? And Giselle made a good point, though, because she was like, well, I didn't know what the fuck the nude interlude was, but I was there. And she's like, well, you didn't have to come. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's just saying, like, she didn't know what she was walking into also. That's all. That's all. And just like, Wendy, like, you're telling them that they could have, like, just picked up a phone. You could have also picked up a phone. And been like, I'm sorry, is this directed at me? But hello, you're on a reality show. So nobody's picking up a phone. We want to see all of this. So y'all ain't going to talk until the cameras are rolling. Okay. <laughs> hello, us viewers want to see what the fuck happens. And if y'all are calling each other behind the scenes, then we don't know what the fuck is going on. Jiminy Christmas. And then there are gnats, you guys, flying everywhere. I don't know how many times you catch the girls just fucking just batting away the fucking gnats. And I was dying when they show um, Candace coming in. <laughs> like, they made it look like it was like a scary movie. Because it looks like almost like she had like those cute little like bow heels on. And like, it almost like looked like she was just like tiptoeing in with like a bottle of like champagne in one hand. Just like looking from side to side. Like, uh, like, where am I? Because everybody had to park in Giselle's driveway. But it was just like lined up because nobody could really park in the driveway. Because that's where the party was being held. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, just too funny. And then when Karen shows up, she comes in with her, uh, or actually it wasn't when she showed up. She actually went back to her car, I think. And, or no, when she first showed up, she came in with a, you know, a, uh, I guess a parting, you know, parting gift for Giselle or truce gift, if you will, almost um, with of her candle and her La Dame fragrance. And like, also, I think it was like a bottle of champagne or something also. And then, um, and then she goes to her car and she comes back with some more candles and shit for everybody else. And I, you can see the look on Wendy's face where she is just like, damn, 
Damn, I'm behind. I am behind. Like, and it was like, you guys, like, I don't know if Karen, did Karen know that fucking before Wendy actually told her about it, like on the show, did Karen know that she was having a candle line? Because Karen is getting those candles out to the people, out to the people. And Wendy's still trying to figure out her goddamn business plan. Oh my God. But I don't know. Just the way that fucking Wendy was looking was just like, damn, all I have is packaging. <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness so finally when candace does get there though she does bring up the fact of um because i think that was one of the questions one of the reasonably shady questions was if is it reasonable is it reasonable or shady to um you know talk about you know, your friend's finances with their mom at their video shoot. I mean, they were very specific. Like, so, so Candace, of course, just like went in on Mia. And at one point, I mean, Mia, of course, like Mia can fucking like bite back, like real, like real quick and real, like go like under the belt because then she like quickly was just like, I didn't want to be at your low budget uh, video film anyways. I didn't know where the fuck I was. And... (laughs) And listen, Mia wasn't the only one that was talking shit about that video shoot. Let's be honest. So Candace, like, relax, but you will see a lot of people had a lot of things to say. A lot of people had a lot of things, even the people that are friends, you know. But as soon as fucking Mia said that shit, fucking Candace came back with your mom's low budget. And it's like, oh, God, that is a low, low blow. And it's like, if Candace knew that, like, that saying that about her mom is going to be very fucking triggering. I mean, maybe Candace wouldn't have said it. Maybe. Maybe, 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 but I can't hold my breath because Candace is a fucking wild card. But even like Giselle was just like, oh, Candace, like, uh, if you only knew what happened with her mom, like not a good one, not a good one, not a good thing to say. And oh my goodness, like it was amazing. So Karen, I mean, uh, Karen was saying that she's all loopy from the vaccine and shit. And, you know, the editors, again, just bravo, bravo. Um, They're all making it look like, like, <laughs> like Karen's having an acid trip, just like making it just like look all crazy. <laughs> but then we find out that when Karen's day drinking, she'll just fucking call people up randomly and go off about shit. She literally called Robin and said that she didn't really like her. And Robin was just like, listen, I'm not going to hang up on her. Like, you know, I I like drunk Karen. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. And then the last question that they did was, um, you know, is it reasonable for you to bring up cheating rumors about a friend when they go through a drastic, um, like, change in their appearance? And all I could think was, no, Giselle, no. This is not the question to bring up. Like, let it die. Let it die. This is why fucking Wendy still has a problem with you. And you still have a problem with Wendy. Goodness gracious. At one point, Wendy is just like, you know, like, listen, it's not okay. Like, it's not reasonable. It's straight shady because there's it was a blog. Like, I don't know why you keep like talking about it. And she said, she said, yeah, if it's reasonable, if the same blog didn't say you had an STD. <laughs> it's just like, damn, damn, she's right. Exactly. It's like a bullshit blog that you like heard this from. But of course, again, Wendy, we are on a show. So fucking, you know, that is Giselle. Giselle word on the street. Fucking Bryant is going to repeat whatever the fuck she hears and repeat it to the people, regardless of how shady the fucking, you know, blog is. She's going to say what it is. But Wendy fucking pushed Robin's fucking buttons, pushed her fucking buttons because like Wendy just could not like shut up and just hear what fucking Robin had to say because Robin wasn't trying to come at her. She was just trying to like help her to understand, like, listen, like nothing was coming at you with any sort of like malice when we were talking about like your style. And that's, and and also even that night, Wendy or Robin, when they were in, what was it? Williamsburg. Robin had apologized to her. Did Giselle say anything? No, Robin did. She apologized to you and told you like, listen, like, I don't want you to think it's just, you know, I just want to make sure like you're doing okay. Like nobody's criticizing her. It's just like, whoa, okay. That's drastic from, from what we, when we saw you last, like, are you all right? Like that's a reasonable fucking thing to ask. 
It really is. And then fucking Wendy had to tell her, like, don't talk to me like I'm a child. Don't yell at me. And it's like, she's trying to talk over everybody. She's not yelling at you. She's just wanting you to hear what she has to say. Like, but Robin fucking like checked out. She's like, you know, Wendy, just fuck you. Like, and she just checked the fuck out. She didn't care. She did not care. (sighs) I don't know. I just feel like Wendy's like a bit like hardheaded about the situation. She's like only hearing what she wants to hear. And it's just like bad things instead of like trying to, you know, just listen for a second. And be like, oh, like, okay, like, maybe that's where they're coming from. Like, she's just, like, so hard-headed about it. Like, it's wild to me. It really is. Like, that's fine if you want to be mad at Giselle. Because that was a Giselle and Ashley situation of them bringing up the cheating rumors. With the clothes and your drastic change of, like, your style, that was a Giselle and Robin thing. Robin fucking apologized to you because she could tell that you were fucking hurt after that situation. But you still still were a fucking straight dick to her. I ride for fucking Robin. I ride for fucking Giselle, but I love Robin, you guys. I love her so basically i mean by the end of it fucking i mean giselle just basically kicked wendy out and wendy was like i'm going anyways it's like all right bye-bye <laughs> like listen i love each and each and every one of these ladies individually i do but i do have my opinions about what you know what happens when it does happen i do have some shit to say about it so i might not be on their side doesn't mean that i don't love them it's just i'm not on their side in that instance that's all <laughs> but lordy 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 candace let grace drive her car and of course, you know, Gray's got a little couple scratches on it. Got a couple scratches on it. But, you know, listen, that's fine. It's just like on like the wheel or like the rim or something like that. But also like Candace, don't let like, don't let the girl that just got her permit drive your car. I'm just saying. It was sweet of her to try to give her a chance. But also like Giselle warned her. Warned her. <laughs> oh my goodness. But that party was a complete, complete, complete shit show. Giselle's house is a fucking a, a straight disaster zone. Why they why they thought that was a good place to to do that uh, that situation is beyond me. Beyond me. So I don't know. Anyways, next week looks great. I don't know who's gonna go to this fucking this uh, couples get together. I don't think that Robin and Giselle are going to go. Um, but regardless them there or not, it looks like me and Candace really have a lot of shit to say to each other. So that'll be good. Lettuce is being thrown. So let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. And G looks drunk as fuck. So again, let's do the damn thing. I'm excited. I'm already excited. Oh, goodness. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to get right into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, This episode is called Fishing for the Truth. And I mean, they ended up ice fishing at the end. And so we can tell that there's no uh, truth that we're going to be getting out of Jen Shaw. So, you know, there's that. But, you know, whatever. Um, So... Yeah, let's just get right into it. So we start off the episode with Meredith and Seth, and they're just so adorable to me, you guys. He's, like, talking about, like, how, like, oh, I've never, just never looked, like, really in your eyes before. I've just always been looking down. It's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought that was very funny and cute for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, you know, I, I feel like maybe they both are just, like, really trying to make the relationship work, and maybe that's just, like, what I'm feeling with them. And I just find them very cute, and I just wish them the best. I want the best for them. So hoping for the best. You guys, when I saw Beauty Lab, I screamed. I was like, ah! <laughs> I like the scene of the crime, but it's not the scene of the crime. But, uh, you know, it feels like it. Feels like, you know, feels like it's like, you know, a piece of the puzzle, if you will. Like, you're like, ah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But um, Heather at Beauty Lab is talking with with Whitney on the phone. And she's kind of just letting her know how everything went with Jen at that little, that Castle Park situation. And, you know, you can tell that Whitney's pretty hesitant. They did a whole montage of fucking Jen exploding on Whitney. So there's that. So I can understand why she's a bit hesitant to uh, believe that she's going to actually be, uh, you know, a nice person to her or Heather. So we'll see how that goes. Um, After that, then we cut to Lisa and Jen and some like random lady. Like, is she like a new person? Like, is she going to be like another housewife for Salt Lake or... Like, was she just, like, a friend of? I don't even know. I think her name was, like, Carrie or something. 
but they did like this like little thing um called snow and go they're like like uh like little ski bikes i mean they look dangerous as fuck but also like fun because i don't want to ski but i mean that looked like a good time i'd be down for that i would be very down for that but i am baffled you guys baffled by lisa and jen's friendship like it weirds it's weirding me out and which makes me think I mean, because isn't there like rumors like going around that Lisa is possibly before Jen got indicted, that Lisa was in business with Jen, which makes me think that maybe that's why they got how like close, however the fuck they did for them to go from where they were last season to now, because they seem very close and it's weird to me. So I'm just like, are they already in business together at this point in time? And what business are they in exactly? Like, is Jen in the tequila business with her? They do some other liquor situation together? Or is Lisa into Jen's business? Like, and whatever the fuck business that is. Frauding people, I guess. I don't know. But I was baffled by it. Now, when they are talking, okay, Jen is saying, you know, like, well, I want us all to, like, get together, but I'm going to need, I'm going to need, like, your license and, like, the, you know, your height, the color of your eyes, da 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 And then Jen makes a fucking stealing identity joke. Did anybody fucking catch that? Like, that was wild. Wild to me. I was like, wait, what? Holy fucking shit. Holy shit. Like, I was in shock, you guys. Like, for her to, like, make a joke about it and then to be indicted on it within, like, what was it? Just a couple, like, a month, like, a month and a half now? Like, where we're at in the show, maybe? Like, what? <laughs> that was crazy. Crazy. I don't even know what to say about it. I'm just, like, so, like, fucking dumbfounded by it and straight up fucking speechless. Straight up. And so, of course, like, Jen tells Lisa at this point in time that, you know, like, she's going to invite all the girls. And, you know, that her and Heather, like, they talked and, you know, like, they're better now. And Lisa's just, like, cool. Cool. And it's like, why does she hate Heather? For what? For what? What did Heather do to her exactly? Besides tell her that you were lying about what I was doing in college. What did Heather do to you? Besides call you out for shit that you shouldn't have been talking about in the first place, Lisa. I don't really like Lisa for real. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Then we cut to Mary and her son. And um, they're going to like this little coffee shop that looks like they make amazing, amazing grilled cheese sandwiches. So on board for that, I was like, oh, gosh, I was starving when I was watching that. Um, But you can tell that her son is just like annoyed by her. It seems like she just constantly just criticizes him no matter what he's doing. There's something that he could be doing better. And she's, for whatever reason, like, it seems like really gung-ho about him being in the military, which is fine. But, like, if that's what he wants to do, great. But if he doesn't want to do it, then maybe let's let it go. But then at one point she says, like, he may, like, about him going into the military, she's like, he may drown a little bit, but it'll be good for him. It's like, what? Like, drown, like, drown, drowned? Or, like, drowned in, like, emotion? Because drowned in emotion, yeah, for sure he's going to do that. But drown, drowned? God, I hope he doesn't. And you should be hoping the same, Mary. Jesus Christ. Uh, And then we cut to Jenny and her little family. And you guys, Jenny's little daughter is a fucking star. A star. I've mentioned him before on this podcast, but I love Danny Pellegrino. He has a podcast of his own. And um, I listen to it every week. But he was suggesting that, like, she should have, like, her own, like, Nick show or something like that or um, on, like, Peacock or something like that where she, like, does science. And I was like, that's a marvelous idea. That girl is adorable. Adorable. Like, I feel like she would be great. She's a star. She's a star and she deserves her own show. She really does. And, like, Dewey needs to, like, leave Jenny alone about having kids. Like, she had nine miscarriages, and you're asking her to have another child? And like Jenny said, like, he's a doctor. Like, he knows the risks. But still, he's pushing for it? Gross. 
gross, my guy. Just let like be done with it. You have three beautiful children. Be thankful for that. Be thankful for that. Oh, goodness. Oh, and then Heather was so sweet. So she, we cut to the, um, her and her daughters and, you know, her oldest is getting ready to go to college and, you know, she's asking her, you know, well, do you think that you're going to be, you know, do you think you'll go back to the church? And she's like, no, I don't think I will, or at least not the Mormon church. And, you know, her other two daughters, you know, are still kind of like figuring out what they want to do. And they both were kind of like expressing like, you know, you know, I think I would want to go back to the church, but it is like, you know, the Mormon church, but it is like a little like awkward because they, they were like, we haven't been in so long. And, you know, I thought it was very sweet. Heather was like, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be, that I'm going to go back to being Mormon again um, or go back to the church in that capacity, but I will be there to support you. I just love Heather, you guys. I love her and her daughters and I just, you know, they're just very sweet and I'm just, uh, I just love the support that she gives her girls. I really do. It's really great. She's just a great mom and, you know, Heather deserves a win in the relationship department. She's a good mom. She did the best with her marriage that she could. You know, she realized that that Mormon lifestyle was not for her, but she's supporting her kids in whatever they choose to do. I don't know, just all around, just good vibes for her. So, oh, goodness. So next we cut to Meredith. Um, she's having like a kind of like a viewing party of just like things that are going to be like in her shop kind of, it looks like, of like blazers and dresses, you know, just, uh, just clothes. And, um, but the producers asked Mary and her confessional, like, you know, like, what do you think about Meredith's style? And she like straight up was just like, please don't ask me this question. Please don't ask me this. <laughs> but Mary, why can't she just like not be shady? Like, I feel like always she has something shady to say. Always, 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 always. But she couldn't, she can't say, she could not say one good thing about Meredith's style. She was just like, I mean, I guess she kind of did. She's like, it's her style and it works for her. <laughs> it's a backhanded fucking comment. It's a backhanded comment. Like I was trying to say like last week when her um, like cousin or uncle or whoever, the interior designer like that had come over and she was like kind of like talking shit about him, but it was like a backhanded like comment. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like her compliment. It wasn't like really comment slash compliment. It wasn't like she was actually like trying to be like nice. Like she was trying to give a dig with a smile on her face. <laughs> like It's just wild. It's wild. Mary's crazy. Mary is crazy. And also like fucking Mary and Brooks are fucking friends. They became close. When the fuck did that happen? Y'all that is weird. That's weirder than the Garcelle and Sutton fucking matchup. Just saying. Did not expect Brooks and Mary. Strange. Weird science. And so they're talking about the whole Jen situation and Mary's like, you know, like, what have you done? And well, not what have you done, but like, what else has like Jen done recently? And so Brooks is like trying to explain to her about, you know, that she's liked like these posts about his sexuality and... And, you know, and it's just like, he's like, it's not something that I'm like out with. It's not even something I've even talked to my family about. And the whole situation is just disgusting on Jen's part. Like the fact that she's doing that and listen, yes, he's in his 20, like he's in his 20. So he's not, it's not like he's like a child, child anymore, but regardless though, it's not for you to oust him or, or, or even decide what, uh, what sexuality that he is like, let him do that on his own accord. And again, like I was saying last week too, like if you want to laugh at the post then that's fine, laugh in your own private fucking home. Don't like the post and repost them to try to hurt somebody else because that's what it comes down to. You're trying to hurt Meredith and you're trying to hurt, hurt Brooks because he talked about your vagina because you were embarrassed that you flashed your vagina. End of story. And he wasn't like, Oh my gosh, like girl, like <laughs> close your legs. Like, no, he thought it was gross. And he thought that you were being out of line for the age that you were. So you're embarrassed that this younger kid was talking shit about you flashing your vagina. So let it just be an embarrassing moment. It's fine. It's done. Stop trying to come after him because of his sexual or whatever. Come at him um, in regards to his sexuality to try to get back at him for commenting about something that you shouldn't have done in the first place. Like, hello. Anyways. But when they're having this conversation, Mary, Brooks, and Meredith, Meredith tells them, be quiet. 
be quiet. I have to poot. She said, your mom knows this, but like I need complete silence. And Meredith's like, she does. And then she has complete silence and then she fucking farts, y'all. What? I'm sorry. If somebody fucking made me be quiet so they could fart, I'd be like, why don't you get the fuck up? <laughs> Take your ass to the bathroom and go be quiet in there and you can fart. Okay? It was a wild announcement. It's a wild announcement. Yes, have I fart? Like, do I do I fart? Yes, I do. Do I fart in front of people? Some people, yes, I do. But I don't tell people to be quiet so that I can fart. To do that on your own time. Sometimes things slip out and you fart and you're like, oh my gosh, excuse me. And that's fine. I don't know, I was weirded out by it, you guys. <laughs> but would I expect anything less from Mary? No, I wouldn't. She is crazy. Crazy in the best way, but also crazy in the worst. Don't know which way to take her, how to take it. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my goodness. So after that, then we cut to finally we're getting to the ice fishing day. Okay. Now, Jen gets there with fucking, um, again, Danny, 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 Danny Pellegrino reminded me of fucking Stuart's fucking name, which was Stu Chains. So we see Stu Chains, and all I can think is, where is he, you guys? Where is he? What is happening with him? Is Jen like, like, is Jen putting everything on him? Are they still friends? Are they trying, are they in this together? To prove both of their innocences? I don't think they're innocent, but I'm just saying, are they in it together? <laughs> I don't know. Or is Stu Chains a straight con man? Or are both Stu Chains and Jen, and Jen both just a, a con combo? Oh, God. Anyways. I love the fishing instructors, you guys. I loved how they were just like, drought, drought, drought. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Had Jen uh, running up and down that ice. But that would be terrifying to be running up and down uh, ice. Like, I understand, like, it is Salt Lake City. And, like, you know, it is, you know, really cold. And it's snowing. You know, it's constantly, like, you know, in the winter, it's constantly, like, snowing. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm sure, like, it's thick ice. But that would be terrifying to me that I would just straight fall through straight fall through there's too many movies where i've seen people throw, fall through the ice and then they are whisked away and then they cannot get back up do you know what i'm saying like they can't get out because now they're underneath the actual like the ice they are in the part where it broke through so terrifying terrifying so i don't know how i'd feel about that but and then fucking jen made a comment about how she's zen jen and i'm like i can't i can't with zen jen and i can't with zen when y'all are 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 everything but Zen, everything but, but I just, uh, it makes no sense to me. And then, oh my goodness, you guys, they're using fucking eyeballs. I think I'm, I'm guessing fish eyeballs, it clearly wasn't human eyeballs, but they're using eyeballs as bait. Gross, 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 gross. So you're giving these fish, fish eyeballs to get them onto the hook. That's wrong. It's wrong. It's very, very wrong. So Lisa and Jenny get there. Um, Heather and Whitney got there shortly before that. Um, and Lisa was like, when she was on the car, like in the confessional, she's like, I don't really like fishing, but I do love the fish tacos at Del Taco. <laughs> and in that moment, I did like Lisa. I did like her. I was like, all right, you're relatable. But listen, she doesn't cook. That's like, I mean, remember when they did that whole like fast food situation? They went to multiple different fast foods to get like drinks, fries. Like they were going all over the place to get their kids like dinner or whatever. Like one person wants something from here. The other person wants something from there. Da, 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 da. So it's like, I get it. You know, she likes her fast food. And I do too. But I mean, everybody's like kind of like, is Meredith going to show up? Is Meredith going to show up? I mean, and we know from like the previews that clearly like Meredith showed up. But also I was just like, maybe she doesn't show up, you guys. Like, I don't know. But then of course Meredith shows up. And, um, you know, she's just kind of like, hey, like, hi. Oh, and then I forgot. Lisa gave fucking Whitney a hug, which shocked, I think, Whitney more than anything. Shocked, shocked her for sure. Shocked me as well. And I think she even gave Heather a hug. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> 
because everybody's cool. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed very fake to me, and which is like that is like the epitome of Lisa. Like she just is very, very fake and just, you know, I don't know. Has a lot to say about people behind their backs. But but I truly like loved like like this whole ice fishing like experience. I loved the like I said before, I love these instructors that they are just running down there like trout, 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 trout. And they have these ladies fucking running with them, yelling and fucking yelling trout. Like I was just I was like, I want to do this. I really do. Oh my goodness. So finally, you know, um, after everybody says like their hellos to Meredith, everybody's like, Jen, like go over there. You know what I mean? Like, it was like a weird, like, you know, like <laughs> you like it, like a seventh grade, like dance or whatever. And you know, like you're, you know, you have two friends that like each other, but you know, they're, they're too nervous to like talk to each other. So you have to like go over to the one friend and you're like, no, like just go over there and just like, go talk to it. Like, it'll be fine. No, like, listen, like you go over there. Like, it'll be fine. Like, that's what I felt like was going on with Meredith and Jen. Like everybody's like, just go over there. Just like, go talk to her. Like, it's going to be okay. Like you just have to break the ice. Like it's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so finally Jen goes over there and Meredith like calmly calmly explains the situation to Jen lays it all out there for her and it's just like I need an apology from you from you know to myself but more so to my family for like what you have continued to do like it's not okay and and fucking Jen is just like what are you talking about what are you talking about and it's so like, what, Jen? She laid it out there so clear, so concise. For that to be your fucking response after that, crazy. Crazy. She cannot take any fucking accountability for anything. Meredith got up in a fucking rage. And she's right. I can't deal with the deflecting, no accountability. Like, and she lost her fucking mind. Meredith's over there, like, calm down. Like, I love you. I love you. Like, calm down. Meredith was so upset her fucking sunglasses flew off. I, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but her sunglasses flew right off her fucking face. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. But Lisa, like, I just could not like how it just like seemed like to me, like it just wasn't her like being like a really like a good friend to Meredith. Not saying that Meredith like can't stand up for herself. Clearly she can. But how she just was just like kept saying like, like, I can't like, just like, please like, just like, uh, I love you. Like, calm down, like calm down. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You just heard her fucking explain that shit to Jen clearly concisely. And then that was fucking Jen's response. Like, are you blind? Like, how can you not see that that would be infuriating to fucking Meredith after she calmly told her what the fuck the problem was and your new best friend, Lisa Jen, is going to tell her, I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. And then Jenny gets into the mix, which I was like not expecting. And she was just like, shut the fuck up. Do you want to fix this? Do you want to fix this? Then fucking fix it. Like, it was just like, what? Where'd this little lady come from? I mean, I do not, I don't know. I I don't know what, again, people are fighting for their spot, for their spots. And she came in like a, she came in like a wrecking ball. Her and Mia this season, honestly, both of them coming in hot and I am on board. Because listen, she has no reason to be in that. But she was doing better than what the fuck Lisa was doing. So I guess I'm on board. I don't know. But also I was just like, Jenny, take a seat. <laughs> but what's even crazy is that when they're like trying to explain to Jen about like, she just doesn't want you fucking talking about her kids. And Mary's like, that, that's not something that my son has even talked to me about. And you're over here liking stuff and talking about his, about his sexuality. And it's not okay. You're coming across like homophobic. Like you need to like stop. And, and Jen again says, well, what about my kids, Meredith? Um, Jen again, is this on? Nobody's talking about your fucking kids. Again, it's because you are embarrassed that you're what your kids are seeing. Sure, we can feel for you, like, you know, as like a friend. Like, gosh, like it's hard, you know, when you embarrass your kids or whatever. But nobody did anything to your kids to apologize to you for your kids. 
So it doesn't make any fucking sense. None. And then we got a fucking to be continued, you guys. Which I'm like, I don't know where this is going to go to be continued. Where is this going to go next? Where? Who, what, when, where, how? I don't know what we're expecting this, ep- this next episode. That's, I mean, I love a to be continued, but also I like a preview because I like to know what I'm going to, what, what we're going to have next. <sighs> so the last two episodes were great, as I suspected. As I suspected. Potomac, great. Salt Lady, Salt Lake City, great. <laughs> I love them both. I love them so much, you guys. So that's really all I have to say about both of those episodes, but just like crazy. Crazy. Jen is insane. Jen is fucking insane. That's all I can say. And I'm wondering if, and I feel like I did hear somewhere that Jen is like kind of like talking more about her situation uh, uh, quite a bit more than what Erica is on the show. So we'll see how that goes. But what's baffling to me is like nobody's talking about the victims. I mean, in the sense of them. Like, you know, I don't know. (sighs) But so Vanderpump Rules um, started, I think the first episode was on last night. I'm not sure, you guys, if I'm going to review it or not. I might just, you know, I, I think I might watch it and just see where I'm at with it. I don't know. I may add it to the Beverly Hills recap um, since I'm, you know, back on to like a, a schedule here. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how the first episode, how I feel about it. Um, but I'm for sure going to do Winter House. For sure. So we'll just see. We'll see what happens. We're also just going to see how me doing like two episodes like this in a week is going to work. It's a lot to be very honest, but it is easier in the sense of getting things out, you know, after they come out. So, and I don't know, like I said, I think I said in the last podcast, like I am, you know, editing is going a lot quicker just because I'm just getting used to it. So it's, you know, and getting used to like recording. So, you know, again, just bear with me, you guys, like whoever is out there listening, I don't know who it all is, but, um, you know, just bear with me. Like I said before, you know, it's just me just doing all of this. And I had no idea what the fuck I was getting into when I started doing it. I just knew that I wanted to do this. And so, and just wanted to just get it out there and see what may come of it. So, you know, so trying different things, doing different things and, you know, just trial and error. So, um, like I was saying at the top of the episode, just please follow my um, Instagram page. Give me more reality and, you know, like subscribe, share the podcast with people. If you find it interesting or you find it funny, um, again, like this is just, it's just for fun. I'm just talking trash with love. Like I've said multiple times, I love these ladies. I love these shows, but they are on a really, on a reality show. So I feel it is my duty to talk shit about it. So that's what we're doing here. It's all for fun. It's just laughs, you guys. Like nobody please take this like too seriously. Like it's okay. It's all right. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I hope that you have a fabulous week and, you know, enjoy, enjoy this. uh, Fall is here, everybody. Fall is here. It's raining where I live. It's getting colder. I don't like the cold. Don't like the rain. Here we are. It's all times. So like I said, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you all. Whoever is out there listening. Thank you so, 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 so much. And this has been Give Me More Reality. Thank you guys.